Hi there. Want to get a text message whenever we publish a new episode of the Mindset Digital Podcast? It's a super easy one-click shortcut to the show. To sign up, just text MSDPOD, that's M-S-D-P-O-D, all one word, to 555-888 and we'll get you started. Good time. From a three-car pileup at the intersection of learning, social media, and technology, it's the Mindset Digital Podcast. Today, Mindset Digital's creative director, Pete Brown, visits with agency founders, Dr. Deborah Jasper and Betsy Hubbard, about the company selection into Ernst & Young's 2018 EY Entrepreneurial Winning Women program. Here's Pete, along with Mindset Digital's founders, Betsy Hubbard and Deborah Jasper. Thanks very much, Bria Bell. I'm excited for today's episode because it's one of the rare times that I get both founders of Mindset Digital, Dr. Deborah Jasper and Betsy Hubbard, in the studio at the same time. They have very busy schedules. They're always traveling the country, giving keynotes. And so this was a great stroke of luck to get them both in to talk about an award that we recently won as an agency and some of the exciting things that we think are going to come out of it. Let's get right to it. Wow, I've got both bosses in the same room, in the same city at the same time, which uh, I'm coming up on five years here has happened maybe four times. (laughs) (laughs) So this is... Dr. Deborah Jasper. Hi, Pete. How you doing? And Betsy Hubbard. Hi there. How's it going? Good. All right. Good times. Founders of Mindset Digital, bosses extraordinaire. And they have spent the last several days at a pretty interesting type of camp. Tell us a little bit about it. Okay. So we were named and are thrilled to say that uh, Mindset Digital was named one of the top 12 winning entrepreneurial women-owned firms in North America. And EY, we were named by EY, and they brought us together in New York to meet with all of these incredible women who also were named top women-owned entrepreneurial firms to really talk about what does it mean to do business as a woman-owned company today. So uh, there were 12 companies selected, right? Yes. And uh, I looked this up. It says, it's a national competition identifying select group of women entrepreneurs whose businesses show potential to scale. Does that ring true to you guys? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. Uh, EY, just uh, one of the big four accounting firms in the entire world, ninth largest private employer in the U.S., consistently top 100 best places to work. Tell me some of the highlights of why you did this week. Yeah. Well, I, the program was, I mean, it was such an honor, so we were thrilled to be recognized this way. But I, to be honest, I didn't really know if this was EY simply celebrating women entrepreneurs. What I walked away with understanding is that they are really supporting women entrepreneurs. So EY, a big part of their business is helping businesses grow. Because in addition to being an accounting firm, that's their background. They really are an advising firm. They're a consulting firm. And they focus. They have a a deep and sustained focus on entrepreneurs. And about 10 years ago, they recognized that they weren't seeing as many female-owned companies as they would like. And they thought about what could we do to help change that equation? What could we do to support promising businesses and help them achieve their potential? So this Winning Women Entrepreneurial Program was the result. 
and they bring us together. They identify us as the national competition. Um, they identify us. They bring us together. And it's a year-long program of helping us as leaders think differently, but then also bringing the full support of EY behind us to help identify opportunities for growth, for capital, for making different kinds of strategic decisions, for getting our businesses where they can go. And the businesses they select are from like across the whole spectrum, right? Yes, it's fascinating. So the businesses are from across North America. There were a lot of Canadian firms there as well. And it was everything from a for, former Power Ranger who nice. started a cosmetic company. Wow. <laughs> because uh, being a Power Ranger apparently wrecks your complexion. To um, a woman who started a hacking, uh, Hacker U, a sort of university to help people learn how to code. So really wildly diverse group of women, all ages, all different cities, a woman who who started a glamour, what's it called, glamour camp? Yeah, glamping. Glamping nice. in uh, Bozeman. Nice. To, <laughs> so a wide range of really entrepreneurial women. So are they facing similar issues, though, despite being from all different sectors? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's part of the power of this is, is that so often as an entrepreneur, you have your head down in your own business and really, really focused on what your business needs. And you just don't make the time to really do this kind of networking with others. And one of the first things you realize is no matter how different our businesses might be, no matter how different their missions are, the act of running a business, there's a lot of universal issues. And it's helpful and just interesting to hear other people's stories. I would say, so what is going on with women-owned businesses today? I mean, it's it's a fascinating time to come together, I will say, too, because, of course, we're calling this the Year of the Women mm -hmm. Revisited. Mm -hmm. So a lot of us were talking about what's happening mm -hmm. this year and sure. this year of the woman. Only 4% of women-owned companies earn more than $2 million a year in revenue. Women-owned firms are usually small, or, and partly because we are very cautious when it comes to taking in capital. So they spend a lot of time with us talking about that, talking about the risk, talking about the need for capital, talking about how to get capital. Fascinating uh, women coming in, deep expertise in that arena. Let me ask you, when we're talking about women-owned companies being undercapitalized, is the sense that it's harder for them to get capital or that they're more reluctant to take on capital? Or is it a mixture? C, all of the above. Okay. I'm glad you asked that question because it isn't just that we're more cautious. It's also that, uh, I mean, there's great studies showing how VCs are more likely to ask women, how are you going to keep your business from failing? And ask men, how big do you think you can grow your business? So, so by default, women find themselves talking about how not to fail. So there is a lot of recognition right now, even especially in Silicon Valley and among investors, that they have not spent enough time really giving women-owned companies the credit they're due because we're also more likely to be profitable. So we run great companies. We're just sure. often underlooked. Then they also talked about how do women negotiate? And we had a negotiation expert come in. What are women's social styles? Mm -hmm. How do you think about your style and how you lead compared to other people in your company and other executives in your company? It was a really tremendous immersion in how women lead. 
Yeah, that was an interesting session that we did. And it really, I mean, this is a universal. It wasn't focused just on women's leadership styles. It was really just focusing on the diverse leadership styles that we have within our organizations. So it's helping us recognize our own style. And one of the things that was unique about what they did is we all did a survey of the folks around us. So it's not just our perception, it's the perception of our team. And that helped us identify what our dominant strengths are and also how we respond to tension and stress. And so it it created an interesting discussion in the room. Um, the leaders in the room kind of covered the board. You know, it's a, again a reminder that there's anybody can be a leader. You just need to both know your strengths and then also be versatile enough to work with others who have different strengths. So it was driver, amiable, analytical, and expressive. Okay. Guess what I am, Pete? I'm guessing you're a driver. <laughs> No. Expressive. Expressive. Nice. Storyteller, communicative. Of course. Right? Yeah. And what is Betsy? Uh, Amiable. Analytical. (laughs) I've only worked with you for five years, so I can can hardly be expected to get those right. (laughs) But see, I think that is really funny. And it was fun to see how you think who you think you are right. and then who your team thinks you are. Right. So that was yeah. a really what it's worth, fun I thought opportunity. I was too. She yeah. did. <laughs> yeah. So that was really funny. Yeah. I didn't though. Yeah. I looked and said, I know you're analytical. Yeah. But what's interesting is you're, you're both great storytellers and you're both very like, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, like sure. I'm, I'm, you're probably 90% in all of these things as far as I can Well, say. and that's, what's great. I mean, this doesn't mean I don't like data right. and it doesn't mean that Betsy's not a storyteller. Right. It just means what you're, what are, you, what are you more dominant sure. at? But these were the kinds of discussions we were having in New York yeah. to just all of it is about how do you just helping you better understand how you lead yep. and helping you better understand how other people lead. So the conversations were intense, in-depth and uh, really informative. I will say uh, one of the other things I learned was about, so we had to do an elevator. Speech. I was just going to say, I wrote down, <laughs> ask about the elevator pitch. <laughs> so as you know, Betsy and I have given keynotes to tens of thousands of people around the world. We think of ourselves as pretty good keynote speakers. But when you stand up amongst your peers and you have to do a speech in two minutes and say what it is that you do and why it is that you do it, it is a challenge to tell your own story. Right. We're great at coaching other people. And how to get their stories to what we call yes. SOS, short, organized, skimmable. Right. But telling your own story is a real challenge. So that was a little daunting. Yeah. Highlights, like things that you found just particularly fascinating? I think the highlight for me was just the fun and the joy of hanging at, around, hanging with these incredible women and hearing their stories and recognizing their struggles and being reminded that nobody has an easy time of it, but watching the determination with which they identified a problem, you know, figured out a solution, figured out the resources and are making it happen. It's just inspiring to spend time with folks like that. So, you know, Betsy and I started Mindset Digital literally in my basement. We talk about how we were two women and a laptop. And it is so much fun to go meet other women who have other similar origin stories. You know, women really are, we're dogged. This is a group of incredibly dogged women, and they're really funny, and we are able to laugh about a lot of the highs and a lot of the lows that come with really trying to bootstrap your own company. I was pleasantly surprised, too, by just how supportive everybody is. And there is some comfort, because oftentimes, if you're the head of your own company, you don't 
there's a limited number of folks that you can talk to about sure. what's really going on. So suddenly there's this supportive, safe environment. People got very honest very quickly. So I know we're big at Mindset Digital about takeaways, right? So if you had a takeaway from this from this experience, what would it be? Yeah, I, th- I think there's a lot of opportunities in this program, but I think one of my takeaways really is, I mean, as always, success is a team sport. And too often we think about that within our organization. How do we create that powerful team where the whole is greater than the sum of its parts? This program gives us a, a chance to play in a bigger team. And now we're part of a network, and it's not just this year's class. It's, you know, we're the 11th class. So it's across more than a decade of women leaders and entrepreneurs who are now shoulder to shoulder and helping support each other in developing robust businesses. That's exciting. Including a Power Ranger. (laughs) (laughs) Including a Power Ranger. How can you fail? I will say that one big takeaway from this is, uh, and we're reminded of this all the time, but just the importance of thinking big. You know, we spent, I spent part of the evening talking to a woman who actually leads the largest cybersecurity firm uh, for the U.S. government and the nation. Mm -hmm. She's head of all cybersecurity for the Pentagon and the FBI. (laughs) Not a small... Endeavor. She's incredibly brilliant. She works with Oprah. She works with Academy Award winning actors. She's incredible. And a big reason that she is where she is is she just thinks really big. And I think being around those highly successful women is always inspiring. So the camp is wrapped up, but the program is not over for you. So what comes next? So really excited to say that uh, EY is actually taking all of the entrepreneurial winning women to Palm Springs for the largest conference for CEO, entrepreneurial CEOs in North America. We could not be more excited. Everyone there keeps saying, get ready, because it is going to blow your mind. It is an immersive uh, few days of meetings with incredible entrepreneurial leaders. There's going to be amazing speakers. I think Serena Williams spoke last year. Lots of really well-known people there. And also uh, just a lot of folks who want to meet the entrepreneurial women winners for this year. So we are super excited. That is in early November. Yeah. And uh, we'll be doing that next. And we're also going to be giving a talk here in Columbus. EY is hosting us to give a talk to Central Ohio Women Leaders. Okay. And talk not only about the Entrepreneurial Women um, Award and what we've learned from it, but really leading a session called Breaking Through. Yeah. How Women Lead. Yeah. Dr. Deborah Jasper, Betsy Hubbard. Thank you guys both today. (laughs) Getting you in the same room at the same time, it's like capturing lightning in a bottle, so I really appreciate it. Really excited, Pete. It was fun to actually spend some time together last week. That was the other big thing. We were in New York together for a week. It was great. Isn't it funny? As we grow, suddenly you you started in that basement, but now it's like, (laughs) how are you doing? I'm on the phone with you. Yeah, I know. We never see each other anymore, so it's terrific to be in the office. Okay, once again, my thanks to my bosses, Dr. Deborah Jasper and Betsy Hubbard. It was great to spend a little bit of time with both of them and to sort of reflect on how the agency, which has been growing quite a bit and doing pretty well, and it's kind of nice just to see that progress from two women with a laptop in a basement to where we are today as an agency and where we continue to grow to. I feel lucky to be a part of it. You know, back in the first year that we did the podcast, I want to say it was 2015 or maybe 2016, one of our listeners emailed us at one point and said, Hey, you know when when the bosses are on the show, Pete makes fewer jokes than in the other episodes. And they were probably right, so we went ahead and we had a stinger made, which I'm going to play in a second. I didn't play it before the show because I wanted to get right into the conversation, but, but here it is. 
Fear jokes, good times. And folks, do check us out at MindsetDigital.com where you can learn more about our keynote speaking, training programs we offer, get up to speed with recent digital trends on our blog, and learn more about EY Winning Women program. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back with a new episode in just a few weeks. Until then, good times, everybody. Good times. Priavel, take us home. This episode of the Mindset Digital Podcast was produced by Pete Brown and featured Dr. Deborah Jasper, Betsy Hubbard, and me, Briavel Schultz. Some music in this episode is courtesy of the website audionautics.com and is licensed under Creative Commons 3.0. If you like the show, please let us know by leaving a positive review on iTunes. We'll be back in a few weeks with another episode. Until then, good times, everybody. <laughs>